the three-point perfect form squat checklist. happening this is isai rodriguez host of the destination podcast where i cater to the professional working man 40 and above who's looking to make positive changes to his health lose weight and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes i'm here to share inspiration tips and proven lessons that i've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this here beautiful blue planet so today we'll start the discussion off by talking about the three point perfect form squat checklist in our first segment then we'll move on to our second segment and talk about sleeping in the goldilocks zone and listen your health and wellness goals are easier to achieve than you might think first and foremost it's about getting your mind straight right from the get-go and so i've got a freebie for you called the 10 daspination mind hacks that'll help you whip your mind into shape so that you can turn around and whip your body into shape does that sound good to you then get on over to podcast.daspination.com slash mind hacks to get your freebie today and start using these 10 hacks to exercise consistently and create the real and lasting results you're truly after and that you absolutely deserve that's podcast.daspination.com slash mind hacks again that's podcast.daspination.com slash mind hacks be in the know starting right now also don't forget to rate me on apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now and leave me a nice fat juicy five star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much it really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters now let's move into our first segment with healthy conversations oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) pumped up ready to go how's it going hope you guys are doing great it's been a little chilly this week um thus far on the west coast of the united states here um uh, yeah last week it's strange the weather anyway it's, it's last week we practically hit 90s over here and this week we've been in between like we've been between 50s in the morning and then like mid 70s uh like the high of mid 70s so it's almost like a uh you know we've been thrusted <laughs> back into like uh i don't know october weather or what feels like you know, fall weather. But uh, anyway, hope you guys are doing great. Hope you find yourself in uh, great health and great spirits. I hope your uh, family is blessed, you, your, your, you know, everyone around you. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys, have you guys heard about the, um, uh, about all these airlines canceling like hundreds of flights due to, uh, you know, the, the COVID-19 surge after, you know, because, you, obviously, I'm sure you're aware that, uh, you know, that the CDC has kind of uh, dropped <laughs> the mask rules or, you know, they kind of lifted them a bit. And so now everybody's walking around with no mask and feeling all great. And um, yeah, apparently uh, we're having some mini spikes here again. And the airlines are, you know, they're canceling all these um, flights. But uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah, that's that's what's popping right now <laughs> anyway. But anyway, uh, I don't want to get too far off topic. Let me know what you think about that whole uh, mass dropping thing. And how, how does that bother you? How does that, you know, what do you feel about that? Uh, drop it in the comments. Let me know. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to feel your pain. I want to know what you're 
feeling, you know? So, um, yeah. While you're doing that, uh, we'll, we'll start, we'll slide right up into uh, healthy conversations here. Uh, and we're talking about, this is a good one. <laughs> I like this. Uh, I, I feel like I say that about all my uh, segments, but um, yeah, I, I, I'll say it again. You know, I, I, these are good segments. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, these are things that I've struggled with in the past. And I'm sure, you know, if anybody else is interested or, you know, trying to level up their health <laughs> and wellness, you know, like if you're trying to become uh, stronger and you're, you're trying to become healthier, then these topics are for you. I'm sure at some point you've uh, struggled with these, you know what I mean? So uh, anyway, we're talking about the three point perfect form, quote unquote, perfect form, because, you know, uh, nothing's perfect. But if you can hit these three points, you'll be damn near, you know, close to the perfect form squat, you know? So this is the three point perfect form squat checklist. So squats are one of the most uh, simplest and most common lower body exercises. They're, they're simple in the sense that, you know, we all kind of understand what a squat is and how to, you know, the, the, the general movement. I'm sure I don't have to go, uh, you know, like, I don't have to do much dad splaining here, am I right, you know? But what can we say about squats? I mean, actually, uh, <laughs> there's a lot we can say about squats if, if you really think about it, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of good reasons that trainers love them. You know, let, let's just get that out there, you know, but they also happen to be one of the easiest to mess up, you know? But so for example, leaning too far forward or dipping your butt too low, or, you know, you may, you may not go down low enough, you know, not, not going down uh, low enough into your squat. You know, I know I'm guilty of this for sure. Or, or how about not engaging your core? You know, all of these little mistakes can really mess with your form. Like it'll throw it right off, you know? And if you haven't heard this before, <laughs> let me be the first to tell you that form is everything. So keeping the right form from start to finish and doing a proper squat will basically help you take a uh, full advantage of all the benefits a squat brings to the table. Because here's the thing. Squats are easy to do when you're talking about uh, like the grand scheme of things, like in the grand scheme, <laughs> you know, taking a step back and taking in that bird's eye view of it. A squat is fundamentally simple to understand. Like I said, there's not much dad splaining required with a squat. But even though, you know, they may be easy, like even though they're, they're, they're simple to do and they're easy to wrap your head around, there's still a lot we need to keep in mind in order to do a squat the right way. And so when you mess up any little part of the movement, the integrity, if I may use that word, of the entire exercise pretty much crumbles. You know what I mean? It just, it literally just falls apart seriously like uh, like a train wreck and so when you're doing a squat there's a lot of little things uh, you know going on in your body you know like a lot of little things uh, behind the scenes that you're not realizing so let's think about this for a minute uh, so you're you know you're obviously bending at your knees right you're lowering your body down low and what you may or may not know is that 
there are some things that start to happen when you start lowering your body. Stay with me here. Your back starts to arch because, you know, your body is trying to help you out, you know? And then what happens? <laughs> when your back arches, then your chest starts to curl over, you know? It's, it's almost a natural reaction for your chest to do that, but it doesn't mean that it's a good thing. It's not good, you know? Not only does this keep you from taking full advantage of the power and the benefits of a solid squat, but not squatting with the right form also puts you at a higher risk of injury. So I found uh, this three-point checklist to help you run through a uh, perfect squat mentally <laughs> in your head, like literally running through it in your head um, before you actually do the squat. And if you review this or say it to yourself, again, right before you, you squat, but right before you drop down, then it'll help you stay safe. It'll help you maintain your form and it'll help you get the most out of that squat each and every individual uh you know squat movement it'll keep your form on point and when your form is on point again then you maximize the benefits of the squat you get the most out of each squat uh each squat movement and above all <laughs> aside from all that you stay safe and who wouldn't want to be safe at the gym so you know so that you can do even more squats you know like who who doesn't want that kind of a no-brainer if you ask me so tell me are you ready for it <laughs> are you ready for the three-point checklist all righty then here it goes it's simple here it is <laughs> i'm just gonna drop it lay it right down for you real quick it's tuck lift and lower that's it so let's take the first part the tuck what are we talking about here <laughs> you know like what are we tucking so when we say, when, you know, when, when I say tuck, when we're saying tucking or, or, you know, you're tucking it in, we're basically referring to your butt. <laughs> you need to get that behind underneath you before you start lowering down. Because here's the thing, no matter how seasoned of a squatter you are, no matter how many reps you've done in the past, doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, you could have done a million and one squats in your past life. It doesn't matter. You know, your body is always going to try and fight against a move by arching your back. That's just natural. Fatigue sets in, you know, and you have to uh, remind yourself, you know, it's up to you to keep that in mind and make sure you correct it before you go down. So, you know, super simple, yet super important. So don't forget about it. You know, don't forget to do it and, and don't over tuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like, don't tuck to the extreme where you feel awkward. If you're feeling, you know, if you're if you're like, all right, let me let me tuck my butt under me, you're like, and you're you're starting to feel awkward, then chances are you've overtucked. You know what I mean? You're going a little too far. But before you lower, make sure there isn't an arch in your back. That's basically it. That that's the ultimate goal right there. You don't want that arch in your back. You want to kind of be straight. You know, try to think about keeping a straight line from the top of your head to the tail of your butt. And then Keep that in mind all the way through your sets. Hold that line at every point as you lower towards the ground and you're, you'll be good to go, all right? So the second point is to lift. So naturally, what are we lifting, right? <laughs> obviously, obviously your body weight, right? Or, you know, that plus the weight you've got on a barbell if you're, you know, doing a squat with a barbell. And here's the thing, 
When you're squatting, when you're performing a squat movement, it's important to use the right form. We, I'm gonna keep saying this, you know, you wanna keep your chest held proud and keep the rest of your body from slumping forward, you know, because this is your body's natural instinct to do. Like this is, again, you, you start to fatigue and your body starts to let loose, you know, because that's just what it does, you know? It's what it's gonna try to do on its own regardless. So you need to keep this in mind again, you know what I mean? So work towards correcting that ahead of time. Focus on keeping your head up and shoulders back. Keep your core engaged. So again, proud chest, head up, shoulders back, and your core locked in, locked and loaded, you know? This will give you the central strength. <laughs> and I use that word like with a little emphasis, central, you know? Think about uh, holding your whole midsection tight, you know? It'll give you that strength in your midsection that you need to make a solid pass with your squat motion. I actually, I heard a trainer describe it like this. Uh, they said, um, think about it, uh, think about keeping your belly button in tight, like keep it tight, as if there was a magnet between your belly button and your spine that was sucking them both in. And I, th I thought that was kind of, uh, you know, that kind of uh, one of those moments where you someone says something and a light bulb goes off. You're like, oh, OK. <laughs> so I, I kind of always kept that in mind. So, you know, when you keep that in mind, <laughs> hopefully this will help you keep your butt underneath you and your chest open, which essentially is the ideal form. Moving on to the third and final point on this simple checklist is to lower so remember uh, that you wanna keep these points in mind before you start going down. But once it's that time, you know, once it's time to take your butt down to the ground, you wanna make sure your weight is back in on your heels. Like you want it, you, you literally wanna keep all your weight uh, on the back of your heels. That's it. Simple, but super important. By keeping your weight on the back of your heels, this will help you balance your body's center of gravity. If you're able to balance your center of gravity, then you'll be less likely to fall forward or tip forward, you know, with the weight on your shoulders. Like, like it, it's just, it's not gonna happen basically, you know what I mean? So with that in mind, keep your knees behind your ankles, first off, you know, try to get your butt as close to parallel with your knees as possible, uh, you know, when you drop down into your squat. But try not to drop down any further than that. Uh, you know, if you do, <laughs> then you're simply putting your joints in danger and, and not really targeting your muscles anymore. Like at that point, you're not uh, hitting your muscles. You're, you're, you're tar it's more, it, the, the pressure goes more to the joints and that's not what you want. You're, we're trying to wor uh, work the muscles, not the joints. So drop it as close as parallel to your knees Hold for a second, then drive through your heels and push back up to a standing position. And there you have it. With these three points, you'll be squatting like a pro from your first rep right on through to your last rep. Just remember, throughout the entire squat movement, it's super important to stay in tune with yourself, with your body. Keep notice, like keep these mental details, even the smallest details of how your body is moving, you know? So if you feel any sort of buckling sensation like in your knees or if you feel your knees are gonna give out or, or your back starts arching, then just, just stop. 
You know, stop right then and there and make sure that your chest is proud. You know, first off, head is up, chin up. You know, your glutes are frozen in the right spot and that your knees are over your shoulder. Uh, I'm sorry, over your ankles, you know, and don't worry. The more squats that you do, the less you'll have to think about these points. And eventually, <laughs> yeah, eventually it'll be second nature. You won't have to think about it at all, you know. <laughs> eventually, your first squat will be just as perfect as your last squat. But listen, the more you know, the better you'll be. And now, with all that said, let's switch gears and move on to our second segment with Mighty Man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What are we talking about today on this installment of Mighty Man? <laughs> we're talking about the, uh, or, or, you know, we're talking about sleeping in the Goldilocks zone. We all know about Goldilocks and the three bears, I presume, you know, where Goldilocks goes for a walk into the forest and then comes across a house, opens the door, lets herself in. Some would consider that trespassing these days. <laughs> you know, that's a whole trespassing thing that we won't uh, get into right here and right now. But <laughs> there's a part in the story where she finds three bowls of oatmeal or porridge on the table. And, you know, she tries the first one and it's it's too hot, tries the second. It, it's too cold. And then she eats the last or the third bowl. And it's perfect. You know, it's just right. <laughs> and um, that's what we're referring to here, that quote unquote, that just right, that uh, uh, that that perfect amount of sleep, or as I labeled it here, the, you know, sleeping in the Goldilocks zone. Because listen, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, there's no way around it. Sleep is essential for your health. But realistically, uh, you know, <laughs> when life gets a little too busy or just plain uh, out of whack, you know, then... Uh, it can be one of those things that in your life that gets uh, sacrificed or pushed off, you know, like it, it drop, like the priority drops, and and that really shouldn't. Like this is really uh, unfortunate <laughs> because getting enough sleep is as critical to good health as is eating healthy foods. You know what I mean? So uh, or or getting the right amount of exercise. It, it's right up there. Uh, with those uh, two other things. So, you know, let's just lay the groundwork. Sleep is a pillar of good health. Like I said, just like eating healthy foods, just like uh, getting the right amount of exercise, those two pillars, sleep is one of those, like in the same category. It's more than just a time where your mind and your body rest. Actually, did you know that while you're asleep, your body's actually uh, still active and working. It, it's one of those fun facts, as uh, Sheldon Cooper might <laughs> call it. Uh, it's one of those fun facts that not everyone knows, but it's true, you know? When you're asleep, your body's still active and working. So again, while uh, your body, while you're sleeping, your body takes advantage of this downtime and it basically, for lack of better term, it fixes itself, <laughs> you know? You real, you, uh, rebuild muscle you've worked during the day. So if you've uh, worked out, if you've jogged, if you've whatever, you know, went to the gym, you did uh, aerobic workout, like whatever muscle that you've torn down during the day, it takes that time. It takes advantage of that time when you're asleep, when you're resting, when you're laying there to rebuild itself. 
it also gets rid of toxins in the brain and in your body, toxins that build up while you're going through your day-to-day life. So, you know, naturally, sleep is also important for your memory. (laughs) This is the time that uh, your brain uses for committing short-term memories into long-term memories. This is kind of like a, a, a computer reboot. It, it basically, add, you know how the computer, as it's run, I don't know if you, how much you understand about the internal components of uh, computers, but uh, as a computer is shutting down, uh, it, it saves things that are currently running in memory. It'll save those things to hard drive, to, to, to the hard drive, I should say, for uh, long-term storage. So this is essentially the same process where your brain, as it's powering down or rebooting, (laughs) it takes those short-term memories that are in your, uh, that are currently running uh, in your brain and it commits them to long-term storage. Here's another one. Sleep is critical to your emotional state. If you got just one night, one night, you know, without the right amount of sleep, then you increase your emotional response to negative feelings by 60%. That's been documented, you know? Not only that, but not getting enough sleep at night will start affecting all parts of your body, like your appetite, your immune system, metabolism, and your weight. Uh, yeah. I don't think I have to tell you that this is not a good thing, but do you see where this is going? You know, that that's the question. Now, you know, all that being said, there's actually no real agreed upon uh, train of thought as to what defines quality sleep, you know, the quote unquote quality sleep. You've got uh, different variables, different things that people use to determine this. So you have things like, how long it takes you to fall asleep, or how often you wake up during the night, how rested do you feel the next day, and uh, or or, uh, how much time you spend in different stages of sleep. All of these come together to make a determination as to whether or not you're getting good sleep, quote unquote, you know what I mean? But the one thing that all experts say is that sleep is important regardless. So you should really make it your mission to get better, more restful sleep. Make it a priority of yours to do it. And here's the thing, not giving sleep the priority that it deserves in your life and your, you know, with your health, like this is only going to lead to any number of health issues, you know? It's just a matter of time, you know? Not being not getting enough sleep can cause all sorts of problems other than simply feeling tired. If you're you know, sleep deprived, you tend to get caught up in making more uh, poor decisions than you normally would. You end up being less creative during your day. So if you're earning a living being a creative person, you know, like a musician or an artist, a designer, you know, a marketer, etc., like things like that, then less sleep means that you'll have less creative juices running through your brain to help you earn a living. Think about that. (laughs) Even your motor skills can be affected. You'll be at an increased risk of getting into a car accident. Think about that. Are these things what you want in your life? Are these the things that you want in your life? (laughs) And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Not getting enough sleep 
has been linked to a lot of other bad effects uh, in your body. Things like impaired focus and decision-making, and uh, an increase in heart disease, obesity, diabetes, uh, even Alzheimer's. Like the list goes on and on and on. It goes on forever, you know what I mean? There, you know, there, there are recorded links between low levels of sleep and all of these disturbing medical health conditions. It's, it's, and there, it, it's not like when I say recorded links, I'm talking about like stu in-depth studies that have made these distinctions. They have linked them together at a, like at a scientific level. <laughs> I don't know about you, but this makes my ears perk up and take listen. You know, like I start, I'm like, hey, what what, what was that? <laughs> let, me, let me read that again. You know, especially since your specific needs for sleep depends on a few things. So, so again, <laughs> that's what makes this all tricky. Everyone has different needs and preferences. We all have unique individual sleep requirements. But for the most part, you know, the amount of sleep that you need on a nightly basis is basically determined uh, primarily by your age. So adults 18 and above, you know, what we consider adults, uh, we basically need anywhere between seven and nine hours. This is, you know, don't, don't take that as written in stone, seven to nine. This is a generalized recommendation. This is the generalized recommendation, I should say. Everyone's body is different, and so some people will need more and some will need less sleep, but in general, you'll need anywhere between seven to nine hours a night. Uh, and experts <laughs> recommend the following, seven tips for getting more and better quality sleep. And so the, the first tip that they recommend or that they put out there is follow a regular schedule. That's number one. Like going to bed at the same time each night helps you regulate your inner clock, your circadian rhythm. This one's actually a little funny for me because uh, uh, I got this fancy new Samsung watch that measures my heart rate, my the, you know steps walked, calories burned, all my workouts. It even has like an ECG monitor and I'm about to set it to monitor my blood pressure at random times of the day. But here's the funny part. <laughs> I've had this watch for a few weeks now and it's been, you know, recording my sleep patterns and just uh, just the other day, it beeped and told me something to the effect of, uh, uh, I've noticed that you've been sleeping progressively later each night or something like that. And then it had like a, a little... Uh, more button, it, like a little button that said more. It said uh, uh, to click more and it gave me some, uh, you know, when, when I clicked it, it gave me some tips on why it's important to have a regular sleep cycle and why you should keep a regular uh, sleep schedule. So the funny part is that, you know, I guess this, all these tips, uh, <laughs> they're mostly for me, but I figured I'd share them for you, uh, you know, to all you out there as well. Uh, and it kind of, it just kind of, uh, happened coincidentally, you know what I mean? I found it interesting how it easily made that connection for me. So anyway, don't want to veer too far off the topic, but it's important to follow a schedule. That's the point that we're trying to get at here. You know, when you don't follow uh, a regular schedule, well, <laughs> it's been linked to poor sleep quality and poor duration of sleep, you know? So you'll get 
a bad quality of sleep, and also the amount or the duration of that sleep will also be affected. Uh, both of them things are bad. Like it's gonna screw with your sleep patterns, with, with uh, how good or, or how much or how rested you're gonna feel when you wake up the next day. Which leads us into the second tip here, which is creating a calming bed uh, bedtime routine. So uh, getting into a good relaxing routine before bed is ideal. Like that that's the perfect situation, let's say. But you know, doing this by using a routine that relaxes you before bed, the routine tends to help you get in the mood to sleep. Like it has to put you or bring you into that state. <laughs> you know, so for example, listening to uh, calming music has been shown to help improve sleep. Now, the key word in that last statement is calming. Again, we're trying to get into a relaxing state of mind before bed. So don't put on music that gets you all excited and makes you want to jump around or dance. Not good, <laughs> you know? We want a calming effect. And while we're talking about a calming effect, how about tip number three? Create a comfortable environment for yourself. Listen, sleeping in a quiet, dark room at a comfortable temperature can help you sleep better, period, you know? I think we've talked about this one uh, before, but being too active before bed, too warm or in a noisy environment, uh, this is not gonna help you go to sleep easy or at all, really, you know? <laughs> in fact, it's been linked to poor sleep. So set yourself up right. You know, a room or a place that's dark, quiet, and cool, or, you know, what you consider, quote-unquote, comfortable for sleeping. You know, everybody's different. Uh, this, this is generally the ideal setup that'll help you get the best sleep. And while you're setting your room to the ideal temperature, let's move on to the fourth tip on this list. Minimize caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine. Now... This being a podcast centered around uh, health tips and making small incremental changes each day that add up to you living out to 100 and beyond, <laughs> you know, I hope I don't really have to explain this one too much for you. There's plenty of data out there, out there that links caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine uh, to poor sleep quality. No surprise, no surprise. So, you know, that being said, Try to avoid caffeine in the afternoon and evening, you know? And as far as the alcohol and nicotine is concerned, <laughs> avoid those altogether as much as possible. And, you know, an occasional glass of wine or drink, all right, you know, no big deal. But don't be drinking every night and, and then wondering, <laughs> uh, why am I waking up feeling tired all the time? You know, they just don't mix, you know, capiche? The fifth tip here is reduce your use of electronics. So, you know, the overuse of smartphones, uh, iPads, televisions, and other electronics, especially before bed, like this has been associated with poor sleep. You know, even the exposure to bright room lights before bed can have a negative impact on how good or bad you sleep for that night. You know what I mean? This goes along the lines of the whole setting up a comfortable and sleep conducive environment for yourself. Basically, nothing too bright before bed. A nice soft reading light and a book works best in my opinion, but the bottom line is nothing bright. Because that's just, that's just going to wire you, especially 
you know that that especially electronics because that they're just they emit so much blue light and that that kind of sends a trigger to your brain to to maintain itself or, or to remain alert and now moving on to the sixth goldilocks tip is be more active studies have shown that being inactive is associated with poorer sleep and uh, on the flip side of that getting exercise during the day may help you sleep better at night now i have to emphasize here that you should try not to work out too close to bedtime this may actually work against you give yourself some time before bed you know if you're if you're planning on hitting the sack around 10 p.m then make sure you're done with your workout no later than 8 p.m <laughs> you know this will give you a good amount of time to sweat cool down shower and then wind down for the night oh and uh, maybe squeeze in a protein shake in there somewhere you know what i mean but uh the seventh goldilocks tip is practice meditation so meditation and uh, relaxation for that matter uh, they both improve your quality of sleep it helps boost your brain function and uh, clear your mind and this helps prepare your mind and body for bedtime my personal preference is I, I probably don't have to mention this and you probably know this already but my personal preference is yoga i'm sure you didn't see that one coming right <laughs> i like a good power yoga routine and ending with a nice long 10 to 15 minute shavasana aka corpse pose uh the actual yoga movements get you going and, and working out and stretching and everything gives you a little meditation break you know and then when you drop into corpse pose that's when the magic happens there's something with that corpse pose that really sets your mind and body free yeah <laughs> i don't even like like you have to experience it to really understand it now as far as meditation is concerned the research isn't exactly clear as to how or why it boosts your brain function but there have been links between them so there you go <laughs> you know that being said sleeping well is important to staying healthy and rested period you know that's that's the main goal here like that's the main point the gist the main idea that we're trying to that, that we're talking about here and habits like having less caffeine before bed and maintaining regular sleep hours can in fact help you get that rejuvenating sleep you're after so pay close attention to how you feel during the day and this will help you determine whether you're getting the right amount of sleep at night you know for you ideally you know you'll know when you're sleeping enough because you'll feel awake and energized during the day but you know if you find you're feeling tired or sluggish or as i like to call it uh dragging ass <laughs> if you feel like you're dragging your ass everywhere then i guess it's safe to say that you may need a little bit more sleep so remember if you're looking to hit that goldilocks zone during bedtime create good habits follow a regular sleep schedule and create that comfortable sleeping environment you do all this and take the other tips that we just talked about and you put them all together and you'll be sleeping like a baby in that goldilocks zone before you know it and so with all that said and done that's it you guys that's my show for today i hope you found some valuable information here nothing else hope i've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to you guys. 
Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. On next week's episode, we'll be talking about the seven fictional tales about sugar. <laughs> so fellas, tune in next week to find out if someone's been lying to you about the sugar in your diet. And look, your health and fitness goals are easier to achieve than you might think. First and foremost, it's all about getting your mind straight right from the get-go. And so I've got a freebie for you called the 10 Dasplanation Mind Hacks that'll help you whip your mind into shape so that you can turn around and whip your body into shape. Does that sound good to you? Then head on over to podcast.dasplanation.com slash to get your freebie today and start using these 10 hacks to exercise consistently and create the real and lasting results you're truly after and that you absolutely deserve at podcast.dasplanation.com slash Again, that's podcast.dasplanation.com slash Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. Really helps me get the word out, and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. Till our next chat, take care now. Bye.